0: What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross-like music. And this is The Super of
1: Show. I'm La Mali. This is Blue and Green Radio.
0: Party people, this is Mr. V of
2: Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio.
1: You're listening to
2: Steve
0: Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green
1: Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic Radio. Radio. Twisted Soul.
0: Futuristica Radio. You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. BlueandGreenRadio.com Welcome, friends. You're tuned in to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast. My name's Imran. Thank you very much for tuning in to our episode today. We have a really wonderful uh, show. Before we jump into it, as uh, as typical uh, as a typical fair for us, a quick uh, reminder that the Blue in Green podcast runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio, the online internet radio station that. Um, broadcasts from London and um, presents shows, uh, exclusive shows from across the whole wide world. Uh, We have shows from Japan, the States, uh, obviously various parts of the UK, Paris uh, and um, Australia uh, as well. So many wonderful perspectives on music that we're all deeply um, uh, impassioned by and keen to kind of spread out unwavering devotion for so we very much hope you'll check out uh, Blue and Green Radio at blueandgreenradio.com where you can find our full schedule, you'll find our radio stream as well as the full backlist catalogue of the Blue in Green podcast. And um, so back to today's episode, which finds us in the glorious company of one half of Karu. Uh they are a Milan-based uh, uh quartet uh who have released uh, their album An Imaginary Journey. their second full-length uh record uh, unveiled of December uh 2022 on Milan-based label Beat Machine Records who uh, have a, just a really incredible array of music uh, on their own, but obviously this new project from Karu man, it's it's really, really incredible uh, so Karu themselves have uh, a full-length debut their initial record, I should say uh, came out in 2020, October 2020 KURU um, and um, they have a live project released in I think fairly early in 2022, which is absolutely worth checking out, called "Live at Commerce." Uh, so, Imaginary Journey came out again late 2022, um, and it's uh, a real—it's a wonderful embodiment of of their music. There's a number of really great descriptions that the band have uh, thoughtfully. Uh, release to kind of describe their their sound. Uh, there's a cool one on Bandcamp. I'm going to go with uh, today, which which surmises the the kind of the Karu sound as bringing together the disruptive abstraction of jazz with the sophistication of classical composition. That's a beautiful way to kind of surmise their real uh, eclectic and dynamic um, and just really exciting. Perspective on today's uh, contemporary jazz. So, um, our episode today finds us in the company of a band leader and uh, found out Alberto Brutti who is the double bassist. Uh, And uh, chief producer uh, for the project And we're hanging out also with guitarist Andrea Di Nicolantonio um, Who kindly jumps in as well So we have a very, very cool episode We talk about the Karu sound How it comes to... uh, How it kind of came to be We talk about their releases having fallen in and around um, Horrible pandemic Uh, periods and uh, we also talk about our combined affections for the wonders of uh, Madlib and MF Doom so it's a very 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 cool episode I'm really thrilled that we managed to get this uh, and put this one together Um, and uh, it's very very insightful uh, to kind of if you're um, into the Karu sound I think it's very very cool to kind of hear about how They kind of put their music together And how they use the influences That um, there are certainly a lot of How they kind of put it together To kind of create the music that we have Uh, Before we jump in A special thank you to Will Vincent At Prescription PR for helping to put this together Um, And uh, regular listeners Of the podcast will know We feature two songs uh, Per episode Our guests uh, will pick the closing number And it is a gorgeous one but I have the pleasure of picking the opening one. So, of course, I'm going to head over to the brand new album, uh, An Imaginary Journey. And I will be picking the uh, opening number of said album uh, with the track Kalam, which I think is a great introduction to uh, the group, the album, and uh, kind of their general sound. So, thanks very much. I hope you'll enjoy the episode today. Please, once again, visit us at blueingreenradio.com. My name is Imran, and I hope you guys enjoyed the episode today. you both for for taking the time today it's such a pleasure to to be able to speak to you both
2: thank you, right, thank uh, you it's a pleasure Joe. to be here
0: um well i guess uh, firstly like um well happy new year uh, to you both did you manage to get some time off over christmas and new years
2: yeah we were quite busy actually um on those uh winter uh holidays because yeah, we were uh starting a new track amazing yeah yeah we're recording something and uh, so there's something that is going on
0: it's a a caru project or are you venturing off into something a little different no,
2: I'm, I'm talking about caru project mm, yeah I mean, amazing a track that we are recording in a in a charge but i think that alberto maybe could tell us uh, about, about it yeah yeah we
1: uh, we we're trying to to work on on visuals and um uh, we try to record in a composition in um the consecrated sun in church in uh, mm-hmm. uh in montalto delle marche is a small town in uh, in italy um we try to capture the uh the sacred sacredness of the the place uh the amazing. reverb of the place uh while still adding the the karu style that uh,
0: it's a, uh that's that's amazing that that sounds like it would be amazing to hear and particularly in line with just karu's music as well that kind of ancestral tribal kind of connection i think that's that's really exciting do you do you find each of you do you find yourselves uh, a, a constantly coming up with ideas to create music or is it easy to just to switch off and not record anything for a while
1: <laughs>
0: <Thank Well. you. laughs> nice question <Thank> <laughs> <laughs> nice
2: question uh, I don't know Alberto do you want to say something about it because uh, I think we uh...
1: bye bye Andrew.
2: Yeah. okay i, I yeah I, I think we um when we well we're, we're together basically we we really enjoy uh like jamming mostly mm-hmm. so lots of our Lots of our music and our new sounds and something like that—they uh, come out just jamming and uh, so no, and nothing is prepared actually. Mm. Uh, but uh, for sure, uh, those ancient places or a good environment help help us to right. uh, yeah to compose. Our, our, I mean, our music, our stuff—we yeah. just have fun basically. Yes. <laughs>
0: uh it's so i suppose I, I i'm i'm super surprised i guess when you're improvising yeah. it's it's easy to come up with uh easy it's you're more easily inspired to come up with ideas kind of in that moment i think your last album just came out so i always yeah. imagine people would say oh i need a break <laughs> as a not yeah. jump straight in again but uh it's exciting to hear that you're you're both already uh excited to kind of create something, as you said, yeah. based on where you were and everything.
1: Yeah, an imaginary journey um, was, was created uh, during the, um, the pandemic period, mm. um, simply meant to recount a, a personal trip uh, dictated by the impossibility of, uh, of traveling at, the, at that time and I imagined place and feelings and then translate them into a musical talk. Um, the, the processing uh, came from jams with, uh, with musicians, with, with the band, and, uh, the process uh, then processed with uh, two software, uh, Ableton Live and, and Max MSP. Mm-hmm. and try to work more on the electroacoustic side, uh, First sampling our recording sessions, um, depending the experiments with electronic modification, uh, creating uh, uh, synthesis patches. Uh, and um, Anima Journey was, was, bro- was born from this process, uh, sampling our sessions and um, then processing them by creating patches max uh, at MSP and finally edri- ev- uh, editing everything with uh with tableton. Um, amazing.
2: Yeah exactly
1: that's yeah. um as Alberto said the, the, the working
2: part is uh, at the very not very hand of the process the process but uh I mean the, the, the boring I mean not boring but the, the, <laughs> not boring but of course the, uh, the the hard the hard yes. work is up to Alberto because when we when we were together we we like to, to jam to find mm. new solutions harmonically or melodically or rhythmic solutions uh, so I think that uh, um we have fun Together mm, and yes. then yeah, yeah. it's up to Alberto to work on those tracks and uh, yeah. do the art stuff. Okay,
0: Andre, how did you? How did the two of you initially meet?
2: Yeah, well, uh, nice question. <laughs> <laughs> a, so I I met Cristiano first, a drummer. Uh, mm-hmm. We met at the conservatory at the time. It was I, I really don't remember. It was 2015, probably. 14, something yeah. like that uh, we've been playing together since then and um, at the time I was playing with, in, a, in a funk band uh, we loved uh, African American music in general mm-hmm. and uh, there was another saxophone player who was uh, a brilliant a brilliant saxophone player uh, was Mattia Carozza, and uh, so the purpose of these first Meeting, I mean, was to uh, to get out of the box of academic music and try to approach more contemporary forms of jazz. And uh, immediately, Cristiano proposed uh, Alberto as a bass player uh, because they they were cousins. (laughs) I mean, they still are. They still are. And uh, what happened? And it, he, sh- he, when he showed, it, it was without any bass at all. It was with synthesizers. So right. uh, that was our first musical experience together. And uh, after maybe a couple of years, uh, I think, uh, Mattia unfortunately decided to move to Berlin. So um, uh, I, was, uh, I told Alberto, hey, did you know I have a friend of mine was at the conservatory with me uh, who who's mario and he should record something because alberto had composed some unreleased tracks uh, at the time we're talking about 2000 mm. 2000- 16 or 17, something like that. Yeah. And um, uh, and also there the was another friend of mine who was Piera Zacchina and he recorded uh, also some electronic percussions in my small home studio in Pescara. And um, yeah, so the idea was to have musicians who had accompanied us in those years participate in this new Alberto's project and uh, that's how the collective was born in short
0: that's amazing yeah. that's really yeah that sounds really exciting
2: uh, the original thought uh that mm. uh was if you want to play with us and if you want if you have something to tell uh, through music you can yes. join us and play that's how a collective initially uh yes, yes.
0: form uh alberto did you yeah find that uh the the other band members the music that they liked and wanted to create did you feel it was in line with what you had envisioned for karu
1: yes yes the the, the processing of our music is um is, is this is the the improvisation with the band and the feelings uh, uh, that creates with uh, with playing uh, with them and um, uh, Kuru, my first uh, my first FP, uh, is born about was born about uh, that feel that feelings. Mm. For me, is um, very important to surround myself with the band. and yes. they are the driving force behind uh, this project. Right, um, so much so that I like to have their voice heard more during interview like uh, like now, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, because I'm I have a problem with uh, with the English language. And...
0: You're, you're doing great. <laughs> you're doing great. It's it's love It's brilliant to hear your your thoughts uh, on on the project and everything. So don't please don't worry.
1: But um, they are fantastic musicians. Uh, yes. Andrea is. Um, uh, fantastic guitar player and um, he uses the guitar uh, like a synthesizer I don't see uh, everyone (laughs) play with uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) fantastic Mario Cristiano um uh, they are um, we are a fabulous uh fabulous band yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes you really are i mean it's uh there's a quote i think it's from uh, alberto that where you describe the music as exploring the connection between music's ancestral rhythm in tribal culture and the freedom yeah. of jazz it's a really f- fascinating quote and it really it reflects the music brilliantly did you <sighs> worry that it was going to be was it easy sorry to find an audience for this type of interpretation of jazz or did you find it a difficult thing to do
1: uh, it's um in um in italy is um is difficult to um, to explain this project with uh, mm. with with other with other people because uh, um, there is a traditional jazz here, um, uh, but uh, we uh, we playing a a new a new a new form of uh, of jazz styles and mm-hmm. uh, adding uh, electronics, um, but. Uh, uh, we're trying. We are yes. trying to to play uh, our music uh, because uh, we're feeling good, and uh, we try to to search and explore uh, everything in that music. Um, mm. uh, an imaginary journey is um, is an album that explored uh, the sounds of. Uh, uh, our sounds, uh, in particular the double bass, uh, the guitar, the drum. Uh, um, we are trying to connect uh, with a uh, with a spiritual, with a spiritual um, music and and it's difficult to explain this but no, no, I, no I, I i completely understand
0: yeah i completely understand it's what, what... not
1: easily, it's not it's not easily um, uh, playing uh, this music uh, mm. in in our country uh, right yeah.
0: um uh, andrea how did the band come to the attention of beat machine records
2: oh well uh, <laughs> i think that uh well we were uh we were in milan uh, yeah. yeah 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 we were in milan um i and i moved to milan and uh we recorded the last uh guitar parts and double bass parts in milan i yeah. um, um i think it was uh just after uh yeah after Mario recorded saxophone play, uh, the saxophone parts in Pescara mm. at my home studio. And we moved to attend the electronic music course in the conservatory there. Right. Uh, so we had this first material. And I remember that Alberto came across Dakota. Yeah. Uh, was working at the Beat Machine Records. And right. maybe Alberto knows uh, more about
1: it. I'm. I'm a big fan of uh, the Codas Project. Is a an artist on uh, Bit Machine uh, roster, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, we started uh, in exchanging uh, beats and and songs, and and from that exchange, then uh, came the the meeting with uh, with Bit Machine and the uh, the beginning of uh, the collaboration. Uh, um, that led to birth of uh, of uh, Caro. Um
0: they're a great label to be affiliated with. Yeah, Their yeah. music is excellent, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a wonderful yeah. uh, union and you've been with them for a while, I guess. Your first record uh, again not not so long ago, 2020. Um, which was called Kuru. So you guys don't stop; it's amazing. <laughs> um, I was really, I was really fascinated by. I mean, Kuru came out, I believe, in October of twenty twenty, which was that was that was a bad quarantine year, wasn't it? I mean how how did you guys record that? Was it impacted by quarantine, or did you record it separately, or how did that recording come about?
2: Yeah, no, actually uh alberto do you want to go or
1: no no bye no, bye no, no, no. No, no. No. Uh, yeah
2: actually uh, th- uh i mean thank god i'm i'm not a true believer but uh, as a I would say, that, I would say, <laughs> I would say <laughs> thank god um we re- we finished the recordings just before ah, the pandemic really? <laughs> yes. yeah because it was yes. 2019 we finished the recordings and uh we, yeah, it, in, we were in, in Milan, and yeah. after that we were we were there uh, attending the electronic music course, and suddenly something happened. Everything was closed, and uh, it was almost impossible to get out of our flat. And yeah. <laughs> so, but the material um, was gave to uh, was given to the uh, the Bitmachine record just before the pandemic. So we were really lucky about it. Yeah, an imaginary journey. uh, Besides, it's completely different. uh, Has a completely different approach uh, in composition because Alberto, uh, I mean, imagined this this trip uh, on its own after a a really lucky jam session uh, uh, we did uh, in in a studio um, during the pandemic so we we had this uh this paper that uh, allowed us to to go to a a studio recording just to Mm. do this one amazing yeah
0: what was out of interest i was fascinated by this but how how was quarantine for you both i mean you both clearly enjoy like you said improvising and playing music with people and touring and performing so to have this long period where it seemed like that wasn't going to happen for a long time. Was it difficult, or did you enjoy the time off or did you still create at, you know at home how How did you each um, find that time
1: it's difficult to to meet the the people the person the the band and but um there is a very, um very very important to uh, image the n- new music for me. Um, mm-hmm. I try to talk with bands about uh, this idea, and uh, we um, we try to to do it to do the uh, this music the these ideas the the. This trip that I imagined in, the, in during the pandemic uh, period, mm. uh, but uh, it's it's diff- it was difficult at um, in in that time. Uh, mm. I don't know. Andre, no, so yeah,
2: you... I completely agree with with Alberto. I think music saved saved us in a way. Amazing. So, uh yeah, lots of people started playing musical instruments uh, also. Um and uh I mean, fortunately, uh there was also an improvement of some musical instruments that allows you to record uh at home easily. I mean, with a cheap with cheap hardware stuff mm. basically. So, I think it was uh, difficult for most of the people, but for musician and uh, who wanted, of course, uh, to to start a uh, even if if it j- just a hobby uh, uh, to start a, a a path with with a musical instrument, it was uh, yeah a good occasion to. Uh, focus on
0: ourselves mm. uh, I remember Italy had been hit I think reports in London whether Italy had been hit quite hard during that time so I can only imagine how how difficult it must have been particularly when so much relies on you being sociable and playing and meeting and everything like that so it must yeah, have been exactly. very very difficult
2: yeah also because we were actually in Milan and Lombardy or Northern Italy was uh the most hit. Uh, region of Italy at the time, so it was uh, it was scary at the very beginning yeah it was really scary <laughs> yeah. lots of ambulances going wow. around it was really scary music saved us I can't mm. say that absolutely
0: amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another question about your first album, if I may. There was a single for um, Upya. Uh, I hope I'm <laughs> pronouncing that correctly. Um, but there was a really wonderful uh, remix from Morocco's uh, Guedra Guedra from yeah. On the Corner Records, and I was always really keen uh, about how how that collaboration had come about. He was such a perfect union. It was such a wonderful union yeah. of of kind of of you and of you guys and and him how how did that come about if i can ask uh,
1: uh, it it was uh, the the label that made me discover uh get um, i think uh, he's an, an amazing artist mm. um, he's a piece, sons of uh, sons of sun uh, left me left me speakless wow. <laughs> he's, uh, he's way of mixing acting music with uh, bass music and footwork uh, definitely added value to my to my first uh, EP um, and from this uh, the PR remix was born uh, and I thank together on the Corner Records again <laughs> for, yeah. for the for this collaboration Is there anybody that each of you would pick
0: out? For uh, like yeah. to, to remix a track from imaginary journey that you just as a wish list to somebody that you think would make a really great combination with you ah wow well, nice well, question what it. do you think Alberto? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, a remix by i don't know uh, i don't know i do <laughs> oh, that's a great one <laughs> i don't know uh, yeah, actually
0: yeah. Madlib is a uh, that's another thing i wanted to ask uh, as yeah. well i was looking at your um your really great uh video obviously you have the karu live at commerce yeah um which came out uh, last year as well in 2022 um yeah there is a really great youtube video as well for that uh for the one beer the mf doom tribute yeah. and i really enjoyed watching that i've watched it a couple of times it's a really great video you guys all seem to really enjoy playing <laughs> together and it's really cool to see uh are you i imagine you've said madlib so I, I understand you're a fan but mf doom are you you both uh quite a fan of him were you moved yeah. by his passing and everything
1: yeah 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 the, i'm um we are a big fan of mf doom and Albums like uh, Matt Vilain, uh, Operation Doves they MF Wood, uh, have marked uh, me and, and the band a lot during my, our life, uh, mm. uh, uh, both as a composer and as a producer. Um, uh, to This day, I'm still curious about the treatment of song samples. <laughs> when I found uh, out the samples of uh, Spider Man cartoons appeared, of uh, the song, oh, <laughs> I was blown away. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, Dooms and Like J. Deal are an inexhaustible source of inspiration for me. One you know? uh, beer is uh, one of the my favorite song uh, when i when i listened when i when i was sixteen seventeen is uh, years uh, we are we are a big fan of the the the, the, the with math doom and the mm-hmm. uh, the project uh, yeah but yeah <laughs> Andrea, I imagine you're obviously
0: you said you've mentioned Madlib, so I imagine you're a fan of this as well.
2: Of course, of course, we are. Uh, Alberto introduced me to oh, Madlib when we first met. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because uh, I think uh, all the musicians involved in Carlos' music have different tastes, but mm. uh, I, our listening certainly converges on many artists uh, from the the contemporary scene. Uh, even if it's uh, jazz or hip hop or blues, uh, I mean African music, American music in general. Mm.
0: And, I think uh, that's what's really exciting about your band in that you can identify all these 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 some these some of those small traces of music. You know, um, Alice Coltrane, I think, is cited as one of your influences as well. And then you've got the electronic kind of influences, the tribal influences, now the kind of the hip hop and MF Doom kind of uh take and it's really exciting it's such a great uh combination of 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 music to kind of birth uh karu music and it's always going to be exciting to hear what you'll do on an album that kind of that shows homage and pays respects to everything that you are so influenced by so it's really exciting. So congratulations to you oh, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. For voice. Voice.
1: Thank you. Um,
0: when you guys like, uh, obviously it's, as I think as you've sort of indicated, you know, the music that you make is born of improvisation. So, I mean, wh- how do you separate what, the studio what happens in the studio to how you perform live is there one that influences the other or is it is each its own individual experience how would would you describe it oh well (laughs) it's a
2: really hard process (laughs) i think um because uh, Carus recordings contain uh, many sounds elements that are acoustically recorded or sampled uh, and Alberto processes everything. Um, so th- I think that to repropose Caru's music live as a, as a quartet, I mean, with drums, a double bass, saxophone and guitar, uh, it's always necessary to revise the parts and um, we study or devise new strategies to present mm-hmm. the tracks in a completely new key. Uh, so, of course, um, improvisation is a big part of it but uh we try to bring uh, the character of each track through uh, of course themes uh, obligados and drum and bass groups. right and uh so of of course we we need to uh, we need to I mean not replicate the original track but real pu- purpose of a live show for us is to add a more human part so we insert improvisations and uh, often we rearrange the material uh with many degrees of freedom uh, yeah that's how we do this
0: nicely explained yeah it yeah. must be yeah. do you find it so alberta do you find it like are you hindered by are you sort of like oh it it sounded like this in the studio so we you know is it difficult to embrace the freedom to go in new directions when you're performing it live?
2: Yeah, it's it's a bit difficult at the very beginning because with uh, actually after the recording of an of an album we stick to the plan so we stick to the mm. album, but uh, then um, for example when we uh, we record something we have a different mind a, a more free mind about it. But uh, when we go to rehearsals, uh, I don't know, for example, rather than a, a counterpoint of many elements, uh, as in the case of our more Mingus-like recordings, mm. um, yeah, we try to uh, mix the voices of the, ba- the double bass, the guitar, the saxophone and drums to create this, Almost the same atmosphere that's, uh, that has references to the music w- we love, and uh, but uh, that it comes out um, from improvising uh, lots of the mm. uh, most of the time also uh, Alberto is a, an excellent leader, and he guides us and when we exaggerate, <laughs> when we exaggerate <laughs> well we, he keeps us <laughs> at the bay.
1: It's it's difficult to reproduce the 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 my ideas, but uh, it's like a therapy session when uh, where uh, everyone communicates the the ideas and emotion when uh, when we play and uh, uh, they are experiencing that moment. um, I try to to relax the. The, the ambience, um, but um uh, it's um stimulant <laughs> yeah, it's really pleasant okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: when things uh, <laughs> come yeah, when things come out uh, I mean in a in a good way it's really pleasant. Uh, mm. I think that we know he, by here by here mostly we don't ride that much so we jam we play yeah. and also alberto yeah fix our mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh,
0: do 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 you ever think you'll? It might be fun to try and create music by writing it, like beforehand and sitting down and trying to be structured. Is that something that you think you'd ever like to do for a KARU project?
2: Or does it take the life out of it? What do you think, Alberto? Do you like to, <laughs> to write yeah. down music? No, but actually, actually, when it was uh, when Alberto, I I remember that when Alberto was recording Kuru, the first one, uh, Hmm. he wrote he wrote down something. He wrote down a few bass lines. So, I mean, I think it's uh, mainly for the first album because the second one, An Imaginary Journey, was, uh, yeah, a actually a trip. Uh, but right. the first one uh, had some, a few uh, written parts for yeah. the, the groove section, the, the double uh, drum and bass section. Uh, the saxophones on the first album were uh, totally improvised. And then Alberto, yeah, as he told, uh, put them together, put those yeah. d- recordings yeah. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it was a mix of different strategies
1: of recording yeah i guess it's,
0: it's nice for each album to have its own method behind it right yeah i mean it's
2: nice also alberto told me that uh, there are a few more uh, news about a uh, the new ra- record that, that one we we practiced on uh, we rehearsed on this uh, this winter Mm-hmm. And uh, the, this one, uh, which will be recorded in this uh, unsacred church in Montalto, is more um, not not that much improvised because we uh, we're not allowed to play what we want to play because of the big reverb. So yeah. uh, for this new recording is uh, not a. A, I mean, mostly a free jam as an, mm-hmm. an imaginary journey, but the reverb of the church also right. the, 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 yeah it, it yeah, tells yeah. us what to do basically right
1: <laughs> nicely put <laughs> yeah. yeah oh wow okay we try to adding the caro style and that church but and uh, mixing uh, the the spiritual. Part of, uh, of the music when um, I try to uh, work with uh, the double bass uh, um, with the bow instead mm. of classical and adding the harmonic series with the guitar and uh, the sax to create uh, uh sacredness sacros- uh, mm, uh, uh, yeah. uh, of the. Um, of, of this church but sure. adding the car style with the chaos of this music and <laughs> try to uh, to mix we try to mix the two styles mm,
0: that's really exciting I, I I hope it's that's something that will you'll release at some point it will be lovely to hear it so uh yes I, I I yeah I hope that is something that we'll see at the light of day at some point
2: yeah, we can't wait to to hear it too. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: gosh, yes. Um, I, I've I've taken up a lot of your time, so I, I want to say thank you so much for, for for talking about your your really wonderful music. Um, it's been really insightful to kind of learn about your your processes and you know it's it's just a wonderful wonderful record so again congratulations to you both and the whole the whole team for uh an imaginary journey it's a it's an excellent record and i wish you unlimited success with it so uh yeah congratulations oh, to you thank, you. Thank, thank you thank, thank you, so you. thank you so much thank you so much we tend to end our podcast episodes with with a song from from the album and i really wanted to to play a song from an imaginary journey is there a song that any of you would like to kind of nominate for us to end the show with at all
1: go andrea uh, really? What an honor! To... <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: God, I I don't know, I don't know. Uh, maybe I, I would like Alberto, if you will. I would like to listen to Tunia again.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, beautiful song. Yeah, yeah. That's a great way. Is there anything you can tell us about making that one? Oh. Yeah, actually,
2: it's, it was the first time I played guitar as a regular guitar player. Amazing <laughs> clean, <laughs> <guitar>.
1: clean guitar,
2: <laughs> not doing any uh, synthesizer <laughs> sounds or something like that. I mean, uh, it was uh, uh, yeah. Actually, I really like enjoy how the guitar, uh, our guitar sound uh, was made. Mm. Fortunately, it was. Uh, Also, in the the pandemic context, it it was really difficult to record a a proper electric guitar sound. So I'm I'm really proud of it. And also, I love the drum and bass section and uh, the work that Alberto did with the saxophones. They really barely don't seem to be uh, saxophones at all. So I Mm. really like it.
0: It's a great song, uh, Alberto. Is there anything that you you can think of for that song that you just as a final comment?
1: Uh, no, uh, Andreas' guitar uh, is uh, is clean and it uh, yeah. <laughs> tries to communicate a sense of peace uh, in right. this uh, in this piece. Uh, uh, uh with the, with his guitar <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, also, I, I really love when cristiano uh changed his groove at the very beginning yeah. and he started to play yeah. hip-hop yeah. style yeah. Uh, yes. style
1: groove. Yeah, I mean. amazing there are different time um, signatures it genre. was really fun yeah.